And a lot of people I know just like get into that idea that like, oh, if I want to be a famous rapper, I need to be able to to smoke this much to do it and like things like that. And then you get yeah. into that. Or, or I got to be covered in terrible tattoos yeah. by the time I'm 19. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Where's get your face it. tattoos? Oh, no, I'm good. I don't have any tattoos. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda and water in the fridge. You got some water over there, right? Let's do a cheers. Okay. Cheers, my friend. Hell yeah. <laughs> I thought you pre-recorded those, to be honest. The intro. No, no. So I, I listened it, on Spotify. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's all in the moment mm. when we're talking about. That's good. You were asking me about production and everything. I have it set up that I can hopefully just fucking record this thing and yeah. then upload it. The least amount of stuff I have to do afterwards, the better. Exactly. You know, the, pr- the, the production stuff is fun, but it's like, fuck, I'm uploading. I record three or four of these a week. I upload yeah. two a week. I don't have fucking time to be doing yeah. all this extra <laughs> stuff, man. You know, the, you know how it is. It's, I know, it's, it's crazy. It even just takes so much fucking time just uploading the episodes, fucking totally. typing in all the fucking information, making sure I'm getting people's names spelled right. The tags are right. Damn. It's fun. I love it. Been doing it for a while, but it's a lot of work. But here, mm-hmm. we're not talking about the the behind the scenes of start the beat with sykes today we're here today to talk about you my new friend nate aka huge palmer make some noise for the internet okay yeah am i supposed to look at the camera you can look at me if you want to look if you want (laughs) to if you're talking to the audience okay you can look at that you can look over there but if we're if we're having a moment you know we can keep it over here whatever whatever works for you so for those of you out there that don't know Nate, Huge Palmer, you are a musician, an artist in the yeah. Pittsburgh area. And we were chatting before we started about how you are doing a lot of different things. And I think oh, yeah. even with some of the links that you had sent me, it seems like there's projects under different names that are different styles of things. Okay. And it's like, you know, what is your identity as a musician? Oh, that's a, oh, I that's know. a scary question. It's really, um, you're, like you're just kind of figuring it out, it seems. Yeah, I think I'm figuring it out. But at the same time, I think in the process of figuring it out, that's like lately I've just been more idea that like anything that I make or anything I do is me. I don't really have to sweat it too much about what that means. Because like, you know, growing up, especially now, like music goes so many ways. You can like so many genres. It's not like you're stuck under one identity as far as what you listen to. Yeah. I think it's the same about what you make. Like the things I listen to are usually things I end up emulating. Like, I don't know if I listen to Elliot Smith one day, I'll be like, wow, I think I could make something like that. So I start making stuff like that. And it just, I think everything kind of sounds like the way I'd want music to sound, whatever genre it is. That's why I'll make trap music sometimes. I'll rap, I'll pick my guitar up sometimes. I'll make some beats. It's really just, you know, whatever comes out, comes out. And that's like, no, I think that's yeah. fucking awesome. I think that the best thing that you could do as a musician is try to do things. Oh, yeah. Always experiment. Get outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Try different things just because not only is it fun to experiment, but it just you learn so much more mm-hmm. when you actually I mean, obviously bottom bottom of the barrel, I say at least listen to as much different yeah. music oh, as yeah. you can. But if you're somebody that actually starts getting into practicing, making different styles of music, understanding yeah. how those genres work, 
and mm-hmm. what makes them what they are. And then take those take things about one genre, then you can apply it to another genre. Yeah. Like you understand how it works and just sure. it makes it's like being a chef and mm-hmm. cooking in different styles of food. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. you make a lot of Italian food, but why not learn how to make some Indian food? Oh yeah. How to blend it all together. And the other cool thing too, I think, with the internet age that we're in now, we're yeah. beyond the internet age. It's just it's life nowadays in 2020 when this goes up. Oh, yeah. The thing with identity is so interesting because if you have different music projects mm. it's not like a big deal for you to just create a new account yeah. and have a completely <laughs> separate identity that's you know disconnected from whatever it's not this big thing where oh everybody knows me because i do this specific thing so mm-hmm. if i try to do something else it's gonna freak everybody out or it's gonna confuse yeah. everybody it's like no just make a new account mm-hmm. and then here we go yeah you should just, I think that it just gives you the opportunity to do what you want. And I'm very impulsive. I'm very like in the moment about everything I do. So I think that's why I'm, I'm grateful that I grew up in this time and get to create this way. Cause that's just accept that it's not weird that I want to do these things and I want to try all these different genres and try to make music in all the ways I like it. But like before, I don't think it was that common. Like I'm trying to think of people that do it like Beck probably, I think sure. he was pretty into, you know, diverse genres or different styles of things. But other than that, like, I feel like people were much more in a box about where they were. Maybe that's, you know, label sanction. I don't really know. But, I mean, there's always been so. artists who have been all over the place. Yeah, you know, sure. another band that's been really good at Beastie Boys were always oh, yeah. very dynamic with stuff. You know, I mean, they had songs mm-hmm. that were, I mean, they were around for a very long time, yeah. but, you know, they had like just classic old school hip hop sounding songs to like straight up punk rock songs to like weird instrumental albums that they released. They were very much just like, fuck it. If we're going to do whatever we want to do, whenever we want to do it. Radiohead. Another good example. So they were in my head. I thought that's where I thought you were going to go. Yeah. Expect Beastie Boys. Cause I got to listen to more Beastie Boys then. Yeah. Yeah. No, they check out more. Yeah. There was a lot of cool stuff that they did, uh, throughout their discography that was, uh, Pretty left field. I mean, they're one of those bands, much like Radiohead, where like they're known for like the hits. Yeah. But if you're familiar with their discography, it's mm-hmm. very, very wide and just open. I went and saw Radiohead when they played here. Maybe it was like a year or two ago yeah, now. And it's so funny because a lot of people were at that show, but mm-hmm. you could tell a lot of people were there only for like you know the small yeah. amount of radio songs. Mm-hmm. that they are aware of and they don't understand yeah. like all this crazy abstract shit that they've gotten yeah. <laughs> into over the past you know two decades you know it's like they there's been a lot of crazy things that band has done since creep and if you're not familiar yeah. with them you're in for one hell of a ride being at this show my friend yeah for sure <laughs> I think that was weird my mom i remember i think she stopped listening to radiohead after pablo honey so she was like She's like, yeah. Then I started listening to like Blink One Eight Two, and I thought that I always thought that was strange. I was like, that's that's where it stopped with you is great, huh. and then like you don't you don't know the rest. Yeah, which is, I mean, I guess there's probably a lot of people like that. But yeah, that's you probably think of Radiohead sounded like that, but they went a million different ways. Mm-hmm. Super <laughs> super cool. So, what places. was your like background in music like coming up? Not necessarily creating music. Let's start with listening music. Listening to music. I should say full sentences. I'm a Two. podcast guy. Yeah. I need to learn how to talk better. Yeah. You're doing so, fine. You're thank doing you, fine. my friend. <laughs> so growing up, music, you were a fan of music, oh, I imagine, yeah. now oh, that yeah. you are making music. And you yeah. said your mom was went from Radiohead to Blink-182, so I guess yeah. you, 
your family listened to music. It was around the house. Always, Do you remember yeah. maybe one of the first bands that like fucked you up? Like, holy shit, I love music instead of music just being this thing. Um, well, let's think. So, like, do you mean like on my own finding it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, first it was definitely like my parents' music. So, like, my dad would always play the Beatles and stuff when I was real young. And obviously, I thought that was amazing. And um, just, you know, first was whatever my parents were playing. I'm trying to think like musically. The first thing, I think the first album I bought that I thought was insane, I think it was in like eighth grade, it was Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid Mad City. Mm. So, I, I think I found him on like YouTube or something. And I was like, wow. This guy what was grade real. were you when that came out? It was like eighth grade. Eighth grade. Okay. So yeah. how old are you now? I'm 20. I turned 21 20. Cool. tomorrow. So, no, yeah. Really? Happy yeah. birthday. Thank you. Uh, okay. I didn't earn it yet, but a right, cool. couple more hours. I'm yeah. just, I was just thinking about where I was in my life when yeah. Mad City came out and I was definitely way past eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So cool. Just to get some framework reference tight. But yeah, I definitely, that came out and that was the first album I listened to that I bought that like, I was into music before that, but that was the first thing I heard that I listened to it. And I thought that it was amazing. Like first listen, and I kept going. I kept going back to it. I probably listened to that album like hundreds of times. I don't even know how many times. It's a really cool album. Yeah. And that's and that's an album that I mean, Kendrick Lamar in general is really good at like sticking in one genre of music. Yeah. But pulling from so mm -hmm. many different places and putting it into yeah. that pot. It's that's, awesome. That's why I've always wanted to be better at, I think, is that's what I'm trying to get it to to consolidate into definitely one sound, one box, but like pulling from a lot of different boxes and just putting it all together That's like the that. best way it's the yeah. only way music evolves oh yeah i have yeah. a thing you know where i play in a, a metal band outside really? of all of my like rap shit that i do yeah. which i mean the rap shit that i do is not even like what is considered rap anymore i don't yeah. even know like what it of like <laughs> this is a whole nother conversation i'll get into with you in a second okay. but <laughs> i play in a metal band and the style of metal that we do, it's like mm -hmm. melodic death metal, metalcore stuff. And it's, it's, for lack of a better word, it's outdated. And being completely honest, we're not introducing anything new into mm -hmm. the pot. And it's like, I wish we could, but it's so hard with that style of music to like really yeah. push it forward. So mm -hmm. it's like, I love doing it. This is stuff that I listen to in middle school and high school. Yeah. All my best friends are in the band. Like we fucking hang out. You know, it's, it's a, good thing for us to be together but in terms of like what we're contributing to art with that project and music as a whole i feel like it's very a very very low value of originality that we're spewing yeah. out because it's just so hard with that genre yeah. which is why i have a, a lot of fun working on my rap stuff because that i pull from yeah. everything and it's it's a lot easier mm -hmm. with rap to be very elastic and do what yeah do whatever you want to do so the thing that I said that I was going to touch on in a moment was a moment, uh, a thought that I just had a couple days ago. So I'm 34 and I'm still making rap music in a mm -hmm. spare bedroom of my house. Like this is what yeah. I was doing when I was your age, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm still fucking doing it. I love doing it. But there was always this thing in my back of my head when I was like, when am I going to be too old to be making rap music? But the funny thing is that over time, what is rap and what is hip hop yeah. has completely evolved to a point that like now what I'm making actually sounds like old people music because yeah. of how much the style has evolved. So it's like I feel a little bit better because it's like, OK, like yeah. it's just interesting <laughs> how like music 
evolves over time. Whereas like, I always felt like, oh, maybe I'm too old to be doing this, but I'm exactly the right age to be making the kind of music that I'm making. Yeah, for sure. I think that, um, I mean, I try to make that boom bap stuff a lot too. And you're probably in a better position than me. You got more experience with it than I do. I think it makes more sense than like, cause I'm 20. I'll be 21 when this is published, I guess. And yeah, seems kind of like a, um, you know, fringe thing. People aren't really trying to do that as much anymore. It's almost like a different genre of music. I think like, there's, yeah. I think there's always people that are trying to do it. Yeah. It's just, it's not what's loudest on the internet oh, yeah. right now. So you don't, you don't see it. You know, I see there's a whole, the thing that like blows my mind right now is just how big the whole like, uh, emo rap thing yeah. is like that was like i never expected that because nah, there was either. people doing that shit like a decade ago when myspace was real big mm-hmm. people were starting to get into doing this stuff and constantly clowned like nobody yeah. took it seriously and then all of a sudden i blink my eyes and there's shit yeah. like uh juice world and stuff that's like mm-hmm. Wow, like if this would have happened 10 years ago, everybody would yeah. have fucking laughed this off the scene. But now yeah. it's huge. It's weird, too, because emo was pretty big 10 years ago. Yeah. Like that's like as far as what they're drawing from. I always thought emo rap was so interesting because like I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on emo music or anything. But like it was never like my favorite thing. And I always sure. thought it was. That's what I thought was interesting about Low P was the influences he was drawing from. Or like X or Juice. They're all drawing from things that aren't necessarily considered like cool or super forward thinking or critically acclaimed just things that you're listening to when they were like teenagers or like 10 i think that with all of those artists and like it's this a fucking goddamn shame because all of them are gone yeah <laughs> like, all of them. what the fuck like every single one of them yeah that is insane like that like three of maybe i mean we'll just say three of probably some of the most influential people in that yeah. scene are all gone already Oh, yeah. Over the past couple of years. It's crazy. And like they had these like incredibly unique voices. They were mm-hmm. able to connect with a bunch of people, but yeah. that still couldn't like get them away from, you know, all the darkness that eventually yeah. took them out of this world. And like mm-hmm. it blows my mind that like that keeps happening. It's really scary. It's super, yeah. super unfortunate. When uh, Juice World died, I had a, it was a weird moment. Like I, wouldn't say he was like my favorite i mean one of his songs was on my spotify like end of the year list like i think it's my most listened to song like he had a couple that i really really did enjoy and like i always liked the way he tackled it like rap in general like he did a lot of different things like he wasn't stuck in the whole emo box at all but when he did it i think the way he approached it was definitely a little bit more interesting than a lot of people it's definitely his own so like it was just weird because at that point like yeah x wasn't my favorite but i was definitely inspired by some of his stuff Lil pete probably but at the time he died was probably my favorite yeah i think so that, like, yeah i think there's something with the whole uh i think that there's just a lot of self discovery mm. personal observation stuff that people in general are going through yeah. these days and people are taking a lot more time to focus on things like you know mental health and like who mm-hmm. they are uh how they identify things yeah. like that and i think that those artists that were speaking from more of a personal thing and not so much like doing music for the culture, how a lot Mm -hmm. of rap is like talking about neighborhoods and communities and, you know, like being very egotistical is very more personal. And Mm -hmm. I think it was just connecting with a lot of people because a lot more people are starting to feel that way and starting to think about life that way. So they're gravitating towards it. It was, yeah, it was like those three were probably the people that 
I felt I could most relate to lyrically about what they were saying, the things I was going through. This where I would go when I was going through some things, and I was like, "Wow, like this person felt the same way." Like this, and they're all my, the same age as me, which is the weird part. Yeah, I think Juice World might have been. I think he was. I, I think he was. I think he was in his like early twenties. I think he. I, he might have been younger than me. I don't know. I can't remember. It was close. Yeah, they're getting to the point where they're younger than me, which is weird. Yeah, no, I I, I do think Juice World was in his early twenties. I'm not gonna yeah. like fact check it or anything. Uh, I'm not sure, but yeah, it's it's super super unfortunate that yeah, because like it, I would have fucking loved to see how all of those artists mm-hmm. grew. You don't get to. You get to see what their estate does. I hate what they've done with low piece music, honestly. Like, I understand it's it's so strange. Like this idea of working through grief, through working through someone's catalog and releasing it, mm-hmm. and things like that. But like, it's like Fallout Boy remixes songs with X. That, like they sure. didn't make things like that. Sure, they did the same thing with X, just releasing songs with people with Kanye or things like that. They never met, never mm-hmm. knew. Just things like that are just so weird. Like that, I just know that's not where their music would actually go. It's like. Uncanny Valley almost, or like making some kind of Frankenstein monster 100%. out of what you got. 100%. Which is like, I've thought of that before. Like when I'm making something, I'm like, what if something happened? I never finished this. Like, God forbid that would happen. And I was like, well, well, one, no one would be able to get it. It's on a laptop in my basement and no one knows my password. So yeah. like, that's not, it's not getting out there. But I'm always like, well, what would happen? Like, what would be made out of that? Like, would anything, like, I don't know what the answer would be for me if like I'd want anything out there. Cause, you know it's unfinished like, it's so strange because you think of artists like x or yeah. little peep that operated on this like outside the industry mm-hmm. box just off of their voice and then yeah. all of a sudden they pass away and then you have these mainstream artists yeah. that kind of want to like almost like use the clout of mm-hmm. those artists to like yeah. pay homage to them but it's just kind of like i don't know if you need to do yeah. that like you could just Repost some of their shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. You don't got to fucking like put your stuff onto what they were yeah. doing. So, so many people are saying like, oh, that was my boy. I didn't really talk about it when we were alive, but like here's some DMs he sent me once to like show that he, he was like my friend and like now you can listen to like stuff like that, like clout chasing or like mm-hmm. hopping. I don't know. It just leaves a bad taste in my mouth a little bit. Yeah. Which is it's, it's the dark side of the yeah. culture that we live in now yeah. with the social media where mm-hmm. as soon as something happens to somebody, people yeah. – there are some people that unfortunately try to find a way to make it about them somehow. Yeah. You know? And that has always rubbed me the wrong way when somebody passes away and then all of a sudden yeah. it's just like – it's but it's a fine line too because like if somebody passed away that meant a lot to you – yeah. Of course you're going to post about it. Mm-hmm. So who am yeah. I to say that you shouldn't? And like yeah. who am I to judge like when somebody is posting for the right mm-hmm. reason or posting for clout? It's That's hard true. to say. Yeah. It's really, really hard to say. It's usually easy. I think it's usually kind of easy to tell. I think it is. I, I think it's easy to tell too, but also yeah, you never who, know. Am, who am I? Yeah. <laughs> who, are we, who are we to say that? You I don't might, know. Yeah. Who knows? But you, like, all you can do is you have those gut feelings. Yeah. But like I was saying, I think that it's sad that they passed so young mm-hmm. because – they had only been making music for such a short amount of time yeah. and like to see how they could have grown over the next decade, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, thinking about the fact that they were already doing something that was touching so many people yeah. on that short amount of time. Fuck. If they would have had another five, 10, 20 years behind them, you know, yeah. who knows what they could have ended up doing mm-hmm. on the grand scheme of things. That's why like, I'm really excited, even though I'm not a huge fan, people 
give me shit about this all the time. I'm not a huge fan of Billie Eilish's music. I think that she's super talented and yeah. I'm really excited to see where things go because I think that she has a lot of capability to do some really fucking cool stuff yeah. over the course of the next decade. But it's like right now, a lot of the stuff that like I just it just doesn't resonate with me. I don't think it's bad. I just don't I just don't care for it. Like I always I always joke that uh, the beat on bad guy sounds like if you like were to t- buy a beat machine and take it out of the box and just push play, it sounds like like a default preset yeah. beat on a beatbox. <laughs> but which is fine, like it's n- no shade. It's just that's just what my ears hear. But I, I'm also like a complete generation, yeah, removed from like her target demographic. I'm less removed, but yeah, I don't. I think she sings very well. A couple songs she has where it's just piano and her voice are real basic arranged. I like those, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. The production just isn't really for me. I think it's good. Sounds hard to make. But yeah, I couldn't make a lot of those beats. I think you need a, a lot of money. I, th- I like. To make I them, like. Yeah. the "Bury a Friend" track. I think that that's a really cool song. I like her darker stuff. I think I just gravitate more towards darker music. Though. Yeah, me too. Um, that song and the "You Should See Me in a Crown." I think it's called. Those are both really really cool stuff. They have like the darker, more experimental, glitchy kind of trap beats with yeah. like her like soft singing i really like that contrast that stuff's fun yeah but that's just my personal opinion. exactly yeah. regardless i'm like super excited that she's around yeah. i hope that she doesn't get into anything fucking she... questionable like some other people have and i hope that she's here in 10 years still she making music. Seems so like outside of that that's yeah like, you can usually like but you never know yeah you never you know never know that's the weird thing i'm trying billy to... if you're listening please stop stay out of trouble <laughs> Please, be cool she we need we need this. some we need we need some <laughs> yeah. powerful force of the youth yeah. to stay alive for a decade to see you know to help keep mm-hmm. things going yeah and also to be a positive influence on other oh, yeah. people. So the uh, emo rap sometimes like question like I used to make that like I have a couple songs out that were very much inspired by the little peep sound around the time he died like I got really into that and really wanted to start making stuff like that and um, after a while it was just like. Part of me wanted like what was healthy about it because it was good when I was down. Like I'm a very emotional person, so it's a very good outlet for a lot of that kind of stuff too. Totally, it's a good therapy. To just, Art, like, art's a better down. outlet yeah. than you know falling into drugs or alcohol yeah. or anything like that. But it also seems like a um at times a self fulfilling prophecy. Like if you look at any of these, those big three: Ema, Mount Rushmore, people that died. Like a lot of what they were taught, they all talked about dying young, sure. doing drugs a lot, and I think eventually that like. One that just gives your audience like a, um, you know, I'm trying to think how to say this nicely. Um, just um, people start to like yeah. your music for the wrong reasons. Yeah, it gives people and gives people something to look up to they shouldn't. Yeah, which I don't think any of them meant to do that. Like I don't think any of them no. were really trying to glorify drug use. Too well, much, I don't, I don't yeah. think that any of those people when they were making music, nobody really expects to get as big as those nah. people do. It's yeah. just like a thing that happens overnight, and then all of a sudden it's like. Yeah, you know it's great that now you have millions of fans, people that care about you, people that are you, all these eyeballs on you. You're twenty, but you're still you're still yeah. twenty years old. You're still the same person going through the yeah. same shit. It doesn't matter if all uh, these people are fucking with you now. Like, no, you still uh, have you know your own demons in your head that you got to yeah. get through. I think that it's very easy to fall into that trap too. That I used to think that way. I think when I was younger, that like if I ever blew up, then I, my problems would just go away because I would just always place it on that. I think that a lot of people feel that way, especially, you know, young musicians. But then, like, yeah, you see all these people that get there and, like, they don't seem happier than me. If anything, they seem less happy. No, because it's, yeah. it's, everything changes. It's like, you yeah. know, 
you making music in your bedroom with your homies and like just, you know, chilling out, you know, yeah. going out, you know, partying, just chilling, that, that's not your life anymore. All of a sudden you got no. all these engagements, you got to yeah. do all these shows, you got to be on the road. And it's like, you think that that's what you want mm-hmm. in a lot of circumstances. That is, that is what people want, yeah. but it's a lot. The lifestyle is a lot different and it becomes work. Yeah. You know, just casually making music with your friends, like fucking off, you yeah. know, every once in a while, like it's not work because you're mm-hmm. not obligated to do it. And then once those things yeah. change, the pressure gets real, real crazy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, I think the other thing, too, when you're thinking about people like Little People Rex, like you got you start getting money, you start getting all these people around you for some people for the right reasons, some people mm-hmm. for the wrong reasons. And then all those bad influences are just kind of like, yeah, here's here's, you know. Like how many, like how many drugs do you want? How much alcohol do you want? How much sex do you want to have? You know, how, what, what, how many people yeah. do you want? Like you can, all those things are just like get anything there you get anything yeah. you want. So I think is probably and it's not yeah. good for people that are in a, in a headspace where they're just trying to like drown out the demons Yeah, and you have an endless access to be like, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, like whatever I can get all the pills that I want and sleep with whoever and just yeah. tune all this stuff out. It might make for some good music. I'll have some things to write about, but yeah, but then there reaches like, yeah, no, there reaches a point with it when that's just your entire life and you can't stop because that's where your music is, is is, is, that lifestyle and to do it. I think a lot of rappers are the point is I think is weird that like, I don't know a lot of rappers that don't at least smoke a ridiculous amount of weed every day. Most of them do other shit too, but it just doesn't seem like a lot of them are into the sober lifestyle. Like the ones that are very, very, very vocal about it. And then it's people like Logic or people like that. They just aren't considered cool. So yeah. like it just seems like, and a lot of people I know, this like get into that idea that like, oh, if I want to be a famous rapper, I need to be able to, to smoke this much to do it and like things like that. And then you get yeah. into that. Or, or I got to be covered in terrible tattoos yeah. by the time I'm 19. <laughs> yeah, I don't get don't Where's get your face it. tattoos? Oh, no, I'm good. I don't have any tattoos. <laughs> I want to. I'm. I'm a realist about things. I'd say. I. Yeah. I love making music, but you know, at the same time, I'm kind of lazy. I'm not great at taking opportunity or networking. So, like, I don't think that's true. I barely oh, no. know you, <laughs> but I mean, you emailed me to be here. Oh yeah, I did. And you sent me links to music that you had produced and released. <laughs> and you know, you're only 21. Yeah. You know, so you you've. You've 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 probably done more stuff than some people I know that are my age really have well, done that well, are active musicians supposedly. Yeah. Well, thank you. So I, don't don't sell <laughs> yourself short, please. I'm not selling myself short. I do. I think I get a lot done, but I just think where you need to get to like do music full. I don't think music will ever be a full time thing for me to the point where I can. I don't you know, think get a face tag. Music is even a full time thing for like Cardi B. Like, yeah. think about all the other stuff that she does, yeah. you know, like all the speaking, modeling, all, oh, yeah. you know, sponsoring brands, all that. Like, all yeah. those artists, even like the big mm-hmm. Drake, Yeezy, yeah. you know, like, so you know, like they yeah. do like the Adidas shit and things like yeah. that because that's additional income because not yeah. even they can sustain full time off of music. It's just one of those things where it's like everybody has to wear so many hats now. And that's like one thing that I think is cool that Mm -hmm. artists can do that. But it also bums me out because like I just want to make beats and rap and play shows. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a fucking like spokesperson for things. But now like I mean I've been doing this podcast for a while and I love doing this. But it's like if, if, if somebody could be like yo 
you don't have to do this podcast anymore. You yeah. can just fucking work on Sykes and the New Violence stuff 24-7. I would, okay, yeah, fuck the podcast. Really? If I could just yeah. work on, like, my music, like, completely selfishly. Mm-hmm. But also, I would feel bad because I love being able yeah. to meet people. Like, I would, what's the chances that our paths would have crossed if it wasn't oh, for no. this podcast? And I love being able to, like, connect with the local scene, yeah. connect with new people that are coming up and just like be aware of what's going on. Cause if you're not aware of what's going on around you, like how can you really like be a part of something? Yeah, Cause sure. I don't also don't want to just like make music at my house forever and not have anybody oh, yeah. hear it. Yeah. That's why I release so much. Cause I want people to hear. It. I think there needs to be a reason for it. It can just be on your hard drive forever. You need to yeah. put it out at some point. But yeah. I don't know. I like wearing so many hats though. I think that, um, I don't know. It's probably about, I do too. Yeah. It's just like, I think I like it now. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it five years ago when I realized yeah. that I was going to have to do it. Yeah. Because I started doing this podcast five years ago and uh, a lot of other mm-hmm. things like started taking my social media more seriously, yeah. made a web- website, like, you know, all that other stuff yeah. that I just didn't want to do. All I wanted to do was just fucking make music and that's mm-hmm. it. But unfortunately, that's not the reality of the world. You yeah. got to fucking start. You got to learn how to be a fucking manager and do yeah. all this other <laughs> dumb shit. If that's Publicist. The, yeah. When you're doing solo stuff, you just have to do everything. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I'm still trying to work out a lot of stuff. I mean, I want to go into advertising. I'm doing an internship next semester, so I think I'm going to get better about the marketing side of things for myself. But yeah, it's just, I think it's fun to wear all these different hats and do all these different things because it also is like, there's time where I'm just creatively drained where like, well, I dropped like three beat tapes in six months. And after that, I was just like, I was just like, yeah, I need to, to stop for a little bit, at least making beats. Cause no, like, that's good. Yeah. And then... I realize that there's so much other stuff that I like to do that I need to do to, you know, I could still create. I just, it doesn't need to be music for me. It can be drawings or art or whatever I want to do. A little cartoon animate, just anything that I want to do in the moment. <laughs> yeah. I want to get better at the animation. That's, that's next year. That's the big goal. But um, yeah, just, it's just being able to satisfy that creative urge in different ways. I think for me is really what sells it. I just want to be able to make things all the time. And if it's one or too many things, then it, I don't know. Then it becomes like work for me, I think. If it's like, oh, I'm a producer. I need to go make a beat right now. And if it doesn't come out, then like I'm disappointed in myself. Where it's more like, oh, I didn't make a beat. Let's pick up the guitar or let's draw a funny picture. It's really Put hard to do. Yeah. But if you can get into the headspace where you just are able to, no strings attached, drop. <laughs> that was like so loud. It was fine. Uh, if you're able to just completely drop something yeah. with no strings attached, like if you're in the middle of working on a beat and it's not working out, just be like, fuck it. Today's not the day to just drop it and move on yeah. to something else. Or even if like you wake up and you're like, I don't feel like fucking doing anything today. Yeah. I'm just going to fucking sit on the couch and watch a movie. Yeah. You should be able to do that mm-hmm. and not feel bad about it. And oh, yeah. I, for a long time, I gave myself hell. Mm-hmm. about things like that i felt yeah. like if i wasn't working then i was failing myself or something it's like no yeah. <laughs> you not letting yourself enjoy this moment in time mm-hmm. right now is you failing yourself that's what fuck I, the yeah. beats they'll, they'll yeah. come they'll come they always do <laughs> yeah it's just not right now it's i've been on that lately where there have been times i've been in the studio trying to do stuff and i'll be like you don't have to do this like because that's when i think when i let the thoughts get in that i have to do it or like I have to finish an album working on or a song or like finish something that I think people would really like. One, that's letting other people's heads into your you know, studio. I create alone. I don't like thinking too much about what other people think when I'm in there because it's like 
I guess in the way the process, but at the same time, it's also like, I don't have to make music. Like I shouldn't feel if it's something you feel like you have to do or you have to succeed at it to have a fulfilled life. And like, I don't think that's the point. It's more for me, just something fun to do. Like it makes me feel good. So I do it. Yeah. And when I don't feel that the music's never going to come out well, if you don't feel that way, I think. I think that you have to fuck with what you're doing 100%. Because if you don't, other people if you don't if people you don't tell. If, yeah exactly when yeah. you put it out into the world they're gonna know that and yeah. i think that speaks to the success of our uh emo route rap mount rushmore we were talking about yeah. where all of those artists did not give any fucks if you oh, like yeah. their music or not nah. they're like this is us and we're gonna put it out and yeah. i almost feel like the energy around them made people like their music before People yeah. even like their music. People <laughs> yeah. were just like, there's something about the spirit of these creators mm-hmm. that like I just fuck with their vibe. That's honestly I think that's sometimes I can't explain why I like music like that so much. Or like my favorite artist is probably Playboy Cardi. And it's not even anything that musically is doing is different. It's all vibes. That's all it is. That's how I feel about people too. Like if I really like someone, there's not like a reason why. It's more just, you know, the energy I get from them. So music is the same way. So if you're able to just fully take what's in here and go like this put it out there i think for better or for worse you'll do better than if you're thinking about it too much or think you have to yeah or working too hard towards a specific goal i think a lot of people have that problem too thinking too much about success or too much about the benefits or the end goal of where this is going then just doing it i think a lot of people too just don't know who they are yeah as people and <laughs> oh, then yeah. they try to make art yeah it's like how the fuck can you make successful art mm-hmm. If you don't even know who you are as a person. You have to be very honest with yourself. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's hard. It really is. It takes a long time. Like looking back on like songs I used to make, especially when I was just rapping all the time. Like, yeah, I can definitely see a difference between then and now quality wise and also just in how honest I'm going to be well, myself. I mean, exactly. Yeah. You're going to fucking grow. Like yeah. we we're talking about that. I mean, you're only 21. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah. So of course, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah. You have plenty of time. Yeah. When you were getting into like starting to produce music, let's let's talk about yeah. this. Oh, this is good. When yeah. did you start producing music or making any sort of music? Um, so yeah, I started around eighth grade too. Oh, it was, it was so bad. It was um <laughs> as it and, should be. It's eighth yeah, grade. Give eighth me a break. Grade, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's fine. <laughs> oh no, I'm fine with it now. I just can't <laughs> listen to it. But yeah, it was eighth grade. I started I was um always a class clown. I was second place in middle school. I was always mad about that. I got it. In, I got the crown in high school though, so it's fine. Okay, but yeah, I started making like real, real, really, really weird songs. They're wiped from the internet. I don't think you can find them anywhere. But like, what I would style just, like, of music was it? It was rap, but like, I just like really, goofy eighth grader shit. Yeah, like um, let's think. I don't know how to describe myself in the eighth grade. I, I was very, uh, very strange. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I would just rap about real weird stuff like. See like Bigfoot or like lemon, just anything on my mind, magic, <laughs> things like that. And sure. I'll just make little beats using like FL stock sounds. I make like one bar loops with like frog noises and just, <laughs> I had like a rock band microphone. Hell yeah. And yeah, I would just make songs. You, use what you have. Yeah. <laughs> use what you have. I used that for a very long time actually. And then, um, yeah, eventually I got a real microphone, but um, yeah. I know a lot <laughs> of people that were a little bit younger than me. Um, probably closer to your age yeah. that I think all grew up with rock band. And when they started making yeah. music, used rock band microphones to record. 
I knew several people that did that. Yeah. That was not uncommon. It's a profound moment when you realize you can plug it in (laughs) and record with it. And yeah, it it looks like a real microphone. You feel like you're doing something cool. Yeah. But yeah, but that's when it started. And I think even then I knew I wanted to produce more than anything because that's what I like doing. Because I'd always just, I would just like freestyle the songs because I was, I knew I would always come up with something funny like on the spot. So I'd just be like, oh, okay, we'll just make a beat for a couple hours and rap over it. Then it was the demo, so you know I don't know if you use FL, but you can't like save it and open it again. Oh no! So you have to. Yeah, I never. I've I had friends that used FL, yeah. so I messed around in it on mm-hmm. their computers, but I yeah. never used it personally. Well, FL is really cool because you can use it for free for as long as you want to, and you can make things on. There's not like a limit. It doesn't like you know make a weird sound if you use it for too long in demo mode. You just can't save it and open it again. So you have to just like export things. Okay. So you have to do it all in one jump. So it was always like, you know, just always, always getting better by doing that, by having to make a song in one day. And yeah. Rap on it. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> you just, eventually you just get good at it, I guess. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Even then, like I saw potential in myself though. Like I was always like, I've always been very into like creating like little projects, like fake albums, never come out, just like making track lists on like Windows media player i still use that and just scrolling through like mm-hmm. saying is this flow well enough not even putting raps on it or anything just thinking about the beats i'm using yeah the sequencing and being like oh this goes really well here this sounds like an intro trap this sounds like a uh, last song type thing so even then i think i was thinking about producing more than anything or thinking about the grand picture and eventually yeah i just stopped memeing <laughs> that was a big i think that was probably like late high school i was like you know i don't have to make you know, meme rap. Like I can just be serious sure. about something. Yeah, so. I have a very similar background, honestly. Really, that's crazy. Uh, um, you know, seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, me and my friends were just wanted to make like joke yeah. rap songs. Mm-hmm. So I started making beats on a uh, on PlayStation One. Really, there's a music generator. Oh yeah, I've heard a lot of people talk about that. Actually. Uh, yeah, and that was like my start into making yeah. beats. I mean, it has it operates a lot like fl really um hmm. yeah it's just like a side scrolling step sequencer and like there's a lot of like pre-made loops and stuff but you yeah. can actually go in and you know use their bank of like drum samples and synth sounds there's a piano roll and stuff like mm-hmm. the whole thing and you can make beats so just yeah. start making like really basic beats and that yeah and like me and my homies would just like write goofy little rap songs yeah. about like you know robbing people and just like dumb yeah. like eighth grade suburban gangster rap like it's just yeah. totally it was a meme of its time <laughs> i suppose there. you know yeah. just but like the thing that happened was like over time we get into high school and we grow up a little bit but like i still love making music yeah so i started just doing like instrumental stuff for a while mm-hmm. because i wasn't the thought of like writing serious rap didn't even come across my plate yeah until like i found out about like a lot of like underground rap that was mm-hmm. like serious yeah. You know, talking about like more personal stuff and just life and telling cool stories. A lot of like Rhyme Sayers, Def Jux, Aesop Rock, oh, yeah. Atmosphere, all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. when I found that, which was like at the tail end of high school, like yeah. that changed everything. I was like, holy shit, like now I can start writing because yeah. like, I'm inspired to like talk about things like, fuck, I can write songs about this. Like yeah. I just, <laughs> it didn't even cross my mind at the time because like the only rap that like, was popular was you know like ludicrous and Lil john and yeah. 50 cent and stuff like that yeah when you're a white kid from the suburbs it's kind of sometimes it's hard to think about what you should rap about because like yeah sure you have to be authentic like no one's gonna believe you if you're talking about some stuff you're not doing and like also like you know it just doesn't make any sense to like 
I think like it's wrong to place yourself in that world sometimes and like well, it's I think it's also hard to appropriation. Like, yeah, yeah, and like but also just in general being like 14, 15, 16, 17 years old, like who the fuck are you as a person? Like, yeah. <laughs> like I don't, you know, you're yeah. like so much stuff is changing. Like, you know, you're mm-hmm. you know, you're in your yeah. first relationships, and as a result yeah. of that, you you have your first loves and then your yeah. first heartbreaks and like your first failing grades and your first passing grades, yeah, you know, exactly. like everything. You lose best friends, you make new friends, yeah. and like it's like all this chaos it's constant mm-hmm. chaos so trying to figure out like where you are personally i think it yeah. took me until i was probably like 18 19 years old to be like okay now like mm-hmm. i have a job and i kind of like i'm paying rent i have my own little apartment yeah. like i'm like figuring things out like now i'm starting to feel like an adult for the first time and i have something yeah. to talk about that happened to me this year i think that because i moved in with my friends a couple buddies in college like i was on my i was in a dorm so i was like on my own before that but i think having my own space like that really pushed me towards on a certain level of maturity a certain level of like singularity in my idea of myself yeah much stronger which allows you to create better i think when you are able to think who am i and have a very clear answer which i just i mean that just takes time to get there yeah but yeah i think that was a you know important moment i think moving forward in my development but i think you need to be somewhat sure of yourself because like yeah if you don't know who you are how do you know what you want or what you want to do or what kind of music you want to make. That's what I was saying before. About, yeah. Like, you know, if you don't have that that confidence in yourself, no, uh, it's really hard, I think, to develop mm. your own voice if you don't yeah. know what you want to say. Also, if you don't sound confident when you're rapping. Yeah. It's obvious. <laughs> it's very obvious. <laughs> well, yeah. So, yeah. That's one of those things I think that you got to be kind of patient about with some people. Yeah. It's, sometimes, I mean, there's the one thing like finding your metaphorical voice, right? Yeah. Like, and just who you are as a person, as mm-hmm. an artist, but also taking the time and actually learning how to perform and yeah. finding like your your physical voice on mm-hmm. the microphone. Yeah. Um, if you're performing live, finding out what that's like on stage and yeah. all of those things. That also takes a lot of time. Oh, I'm still working on that. Like I'm getting more shows just like Oakland, like DIY basement type shows. Yeah. Which is it's hard to find rap stuff in those usually. Like um they usually have a rap night once a, every semester or something where Everyone will be rapping, but like you're usually like the odd man out on a bill. Like yeah, everyone I, else is my entire career. If we want to air quote career yeah. as a hip hop artist, has been being the odd person on bills. Oh, I love it though. Con- <laughs> it's, it's fun. You it's you fun. meet a lot of people, but yeah. it, it it does speak to the unfortunate nature of how weird the rap and hip-hop scene yeah. in pittsburgh is and how it is honestly always been which is fucking crazy i think for people yeah. to hear they either like aren't involved in it or people that are from outside of pittsburgh because some of us are yeah. our biggest musical exports are hip-hop artists yeah and uh but yeah here locally it's always been very very just hanging by a thread constantly mm-hmm. it's really hard like the community yeah. it just i mean it has its moments here and there, but it's yep. nothing like how uh, like the Oakland basement scene is with a lot of the rock bands that play they're in that so, scene. They're so or like, you know, the local hardcore scene, yeah. metal bands, things like those are like communities that have like been mm-hmm. strong for a long time. Like even like even though the Oakland scene has gotten like bigger over the past couple years, yeah. that like whole like DIY indie rock scene in Pittsburgh has been huge for since I was in high school. Yeah. It's just always like the there. locations change, but the scene yeah. always stays active. Mm-hmm. But hip hop has always been very much like 
Ugh. And I think a big yeah. part of this, I was talking about this recently with somebody, is the fact that there is just isn't any good promoters in the scene. And I will say that the main reason why your indie rock scenes and your hardcore scenes and all those scenes stay afloat is because there's mm. a few reliable promoters that are able to keep it together. Oh, yeah. For sure. There's a couple of people that just... A lot of hip-hop promoters, yeah. for whatever reason, just end up being kind of scummy. <laughs> also, I think that it's just in a different place because hip-hop is like... I think at least in the DIY scene, there's at least some idea that you're doing something a little far far from mainstream. And hip-hop, I think, at this point, just has such like a... um. This is popular. This is what everyone is listening to. Sure. This is what the normal kids listen to. Kind of leaves a weird taste, I think, in some people's lot, like mouse. I could see that. So then, and it's also like you're fighting, like, emo bands aren't really, like, there's not like this giant divide. Like what you were talking about, about how the music you make is different from what hip hop is now. So there's kids that are making, like, old school type beats like I do, or like, you know, whatever kind of thing I decide to make. And then there's kids that want to sound like travis scott they're also coming out from pittsburgh and they're doing different shows than i am i think there's a lot of more opportunities for stuff like that which is more like eyeing for what the mainstream does but i think it's just where you come from in the scene like if you're going into the diy scene i think it's just like it's a different battle it's a different monster for sure mm -hmm. i think the yeah. other problem too that a lot of people in the rap community have to deal with is like when you're talking about DIY, mm -hmm. a lot of those indie rock bands and shit can play shows with like a half working PA and get away yeah. with it. Oh, I've had, <laughs> but I if, don't like talking about not working PAs. So <laughs> gives me some, some bad memories. But, but yeah. I mean, and for such for people like us, it's like a thing it's where everything. it's like, if a place doesn't have like, a work in PA, like, man, yeah. it, and, like, we need, like, a sub and stuff. Because, like, it's, like, the beats that we're producing, it's, like, you know, you, yeah. to able to, for it to translate in a live room, like, it needs to mm -hmm. bang, right? And if yeah. it doesn't bang, then it just sounds, like, weird. Like, you're just listening to, yeah. like, a loud laptop. This is my set. I've had to go grab my KRKs out of my studio multiple times just because I'm, like, this, these, aren't, these aren't great for, like, live performances. But I, I know they slap. I know. Yeah, they'll sound better than some random dude's PA that I'm plugging an aux cord into and hoping it sounds fine for like the the thirty to forty yeah. people in here. So I think that that's I think that yeah. Uh, so it's like most of the time that means that you need a venue with a good built out system. Mm -hmm. But a lot of venues with good built out built out systems don't want to take a gamble. I think on doing local uh -huh. hip hop nights because I think that there's yeah. also like some bad stereotypes or connotations that come with like local hip-hop nights and maybe the type of crowd that it might draw into their establishment you know because if it's yeah. older people they might be people that maybe want to start some trouble or it's going to be a bunch of 20 year olds and it's a bar so they can't buy beer so yeah, they're not going to so. have the fucking show so it's mm -hmm. like this weird in between where it's yeah. like you know hip-hop's always like it's youth driven Mm -hmm. But if there aren't places that are able to like open up their doors to an all ages audience that have a good sound system and are willing to facilitate yeah. local hip hop, mm -hmm. it's like it's a huge gamble. I totally get it. But that's why sure. we just haven't had a, a, a real hip hop scene yeah. here. Hip hop is also so loud, too. Like it's not good like, oh, I'm at a bar on a Thursday night and I'm talking to my friend and um, there's a band playing that I'm kind of listening to, but like not really. Like there's a rapper in the yeah, bar, like, like that's no not. no rap, no hip hop or rap is meant to be wallpaper music. Yeah, it's like you know the artists are <laughs> commanding the attention of everyone in the room. Exactly. Yeah, it comes with it. Like jump the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> and like that is very different. I always think it's funny when I do like shows with like 
indie bands because like there's definitely a difference in what i'm trying to do with the crowd and what they do some of the the punk bands or the some of my friends bands are also very you know loud like it depends what genre you're doing but yeah there's definitely bands that are going for a different kind of thing where i'm like pay attention to me like please like yeah here's what we're doing let's get hype i'll drink 42 on stage you know party a little <laughs> bit more than other people do yeah. that's um performing has been kind of i don't know where i'm at with it honestly like it changes as much as everything else does because like last year i was doing a lot of rap shows and um yeah i don't know i get a little too sauced to be completely honest and um <laughs> people would think it was a joke and uh you know i would tell some jokes on stage and it would just be like that class clown coming out yeah right? it comes out i can't help it and then <laughs> that's why i, I move more to beats because i was like well you know i don't think people would think i'm joking if i'm dropping a beat tape like yeah. i don't really think there's anything funny about this but i'm trying to move back into it because like performing is fun yeah, I was going to yeah. ask, actually, you had mentioned that you were doing more rap stuff, like actually yeah. vocally mm -hmm. writing stuff. And now I'm thinking about the fact that you told me that you haven't done it in a while. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're 21 now. Mm -hmm. And now we are getting into this thing where, you know, maybe your life is transitioning to a point kind of yeah. like how I did, where now I felt like I've had some life experiences and yeah. I have some real shit to talk about. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I don't want to do like the goofy high school shit anymore. So yeah. I'm just not that person anymore, mm -hmm. but I'm not quite sure who I am yet. Like mm -hmm. moving forward. Do you feel like you're getting to that point? Oh, I'm getting closer. There definitely been times where like, I've always felt like I have stuff I could talk about things I've been through things in my life that I feel like are worth talking about, but it just wasn't at a point where I wanted to. Yeah. That's a big thing there. too. Sure. Sometimes you got to face the music with yourself about what your life is and you know, where your demons are, what you're facing. And yeah, I feel like a lot of rap music I used to make wasn't really tackling that. It was more like, you know, class. I think it was more a way for me to feel more confident or feel like rappers that I saw that I wanted to be more like or wanted to have that confidence in myself that I wasn't there. And thinking that, oh, if I make songs where I say things like that or say I don't give a fuck, then like I won't. And people will think that. And I've definitely moved far away from that into more like, oh, I have things to talk about. The songs that I, even last year, like the songs I was making were more emotional, were more like telling the truth. Cause it's, before that, it was so easy to talk about nothing, where it was, it was still just freestyling over a beat, yeah. not really thinking about what I was doing or what I had to say instead of going in with an actual, you know, motive or yeah. motivation. I feel like, like I yeah. went from uh, the goofy, goofy raps. And then when I started doing rap seriously, it was all like very like egotistical, mm -hmm. you know, like <laughs> these mainstream normies don't understand what real hip hop is type stuff. And then like I went from that into like, you know, I had like a pretty yeah. bad breakup and went into some sad boy shit. Mm -hmm. And then from that, I went into this like real negative, like fuck the world, fuck you, fuck everything, like really yeah. angry stuff that would probably do really well right now. Yeah. <laughs> but this was back then and re-release it. Nobody, nobody fucking wanted to hear that shit. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just like it's like, but it's like I don't really regret any of it because it was all yeah. like a direct relationship to like who mm -hmm. I was as a person yeah. at the time. And it's like it just tells my personal story yeah. and now I am who I am and like, you know, the stuff that I'm working on right now, like me and I have like a, basically I have like a, I'm technically a solo rap artist, but I have a yeah. band that plays with me. Oh, so right. I'm like, I like compose the majority of the beats and then they come in and they add stuff to it and oh, we work on, cool. you know, we yeah. work on changing the stuff together, but uh, we're working on a new album now. We're in pre-production for it, 12 tracks and, uh, all of the songs are like very like 
socially driven, like what it's like just being an adult right now mm-hmm. in this time frame. It's super personal, very relevant, and it feels like some of the most mature stuff I've done. So I'm super yeah. stoked on it. Well, I'm excited to hear but it. But who too. knows? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited how it's gonna turn out too. Yeah. I'm sure the the beautiful thing about music is I'm sure I'm gonna be completely embarrassed by it in three years, just like yeah. everything three else years. I've done in the past has been. I'm embarrassed. Every time I make a song, there's a cycle where I'll blast <laughs> it. I'll that's all I'll listen to. I feel like such an asshole walking around listening to my own song like over and over again because I just get so excited about it. That'll last for, you know, a couple of days and then I'll just be like, you know what? I really hate this. And then just pretend it never happened. Like, don't even think about it. Okay. And then, like, you know, I don't know. That's just the way I do it. It's, I'm embarrassed very quick. I wouldn't say three years. Say well, it's month. funny. It's funny how time, <laughs> as you get older, yeah. you may, I may, I'm not, I want to speak for you, but right. I think that don't be surprised if when you're 34, if three years seems like fucking nothing. Yeah. Uh, you I know, it's that. like, it's just like one of those things, like, you know, when I was, your age it mm-hmm. was very much things were things seemed to happen just so much quicker everything yeah. was so much urgent i didn't feel like i had time to spend on things but yeah. now it's like me spending a year on a project is nothing mm-hmm. where that's probably something i would have yeah spent two months on when i was in my early 20s it just, just takes time i think yeah yeah but yeah i've been alive so 21 years just felt like a, it's a ridiculous amount of time i think about things i haven't thought of that like happened when I was like way younger, like every day that I just forgot happened because there's just so much going on in your lives. But yeah, I'm trying to get way better about that. Like just being able to give myself the time I need and slow down on things. I feel like it's also like, I'm wondering what's going to happen when I'm 30. Cause like I'm growing up on the internet. Everyone drinks a, you know, a ridiculous amount of caffeine. Everyone's moving so fast that like, I don't know how much slowing down will be. It'll probably be Slightly different, I'd say. But. I don't know. I think the fact that you're even able to ask yourself that question is a yeah. positive thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just being aware of it. Mm-hmm. Awareness is key. And I think yeah. that there's a generation in between my generation and your generation that I think is going to be completely fucked. And I feel really bad for those people just because like they grew up in this really weird time. But I feel like somebody like yourself, that's always you've been around the Internet and it's completely assimilated in your life. It feels like does it does the Internet feel just like a normal thing to you or does it feel like this crazy external thing that you have to be a part of? It's just a Um, thing that exists. I actually feel like the in-between generation is me. You think? Yeah. You think so? Okay. (laughs) Because, um. Well, when I was really young, it was like I'd go to my friend's house and he'd have a computer room and then he'd have like a, you know, big desktop. Okay. Windows. Maybe 2000. maybe you're right. Maybe yeah. maybe that like people that are 21 right mm-hmm. now are that middle generation. And maybe yeah. what I'm talking about are people that are maybe like 13, 14 right I think now. Those kids are fucked. I think that like. You think so? Because I think I can at least fight against the internet. Like I'll read books about social media addiction or realize things that are going on or like, you know, think that maybe I should be on my phone less or that. This, you know, social media mindset isn't good all the time. I think that I turn my phone off all the time for a couple hours if I'm feeling really bad or like I think that too much into it. But yeah, I think younger kids don't even question that a lot because this is all they've known. Like my my hope or the way that I think I see things is because like I have uh, some younger kids that are in my life just through yeah. uh, like people that have kids, mm-hmm. people have younger nephews and things like that. Yeah. And I see a lot of like, I mean, I see kids on the phone, but it just seems like it's kind of like a whatever to them. Like it exists, but it's always existed. So it's Mm -hmm. not like this cool, fun thing that I have to be a part of. It's just the thing that's there. Mm -hmm. And some people were into it. Some people are not. It's just kind of normal. 
I guess I just met the wrong kids. Every kid yeah, I, I mean, everybody's gonna be different. Everybody's gonna I be different. So many, That's the thing yeah. too. I'm sure there. I'm. I'm sure there's fucking 14 year old kids that cannot get off TikTok. And, you know, I don't even know. I feel like an old man sometimes because I, I don't understand TikTok. I don't understand what these these kids are doing at all. Yeah, I just I don't get any of it anymore. It's I don't funny how memes. fast it's moving because yeah. like it's funny just you know to be sitting here. Me, you know, I'm in my early 30s, yeah. I don't feel I still feel young compared to a lot of people I know. Yeah. And like you're here in your early 20s talking about you feel old because yeah. of, you know, it's just <laughs> it's, it's so time fast, yeah. is so fucking hysterical in that way. But so who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. I just feel as long as like the only thing you can do is just try to be aware of how much you are using these things like it seems yeah. like you are oh i'm very and when that. you yeah. are using them just use them in a positive manner yeah, exactly. use them to share art with the world and oh, engage yeah. with other people's art and it's beautiful about it yeah, yeah. It's like even 10 years ago like even like when i started making music it was it felt so much harder to release it but now it's like i make something or i draw something and i can instantly put it out there and feel like there's a response and like i don't have a huge following by any means but like Every, you know, at least once a month or once every two weeks, someone I barely know will hit me up and be like, yeah, I really like what you're doing. And I don't know if I was like growing up 10, 20 years ago, no one would hear my things ever unless yeah. I made a demo and started playing a lot of shows and got someone to distribute it for well, me. Yeah, yeah, you had to play shows. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the scariest thing was mm -hmm. back in high school yeah. whenever I started doing the rap stuff seriously. It's like, how the fuck am I going to play? Sh how do you play a show? Yeah. How does this happen? You know what I mean? I'm like, mm -hmm. so I'm like sending uh, demo CDs to people because that's how we had to fucking do it. Oh, like even dude. like sending it, even sending like an MP3 was like an abstract thing for some people. So sending demo CDs or going to like taking the bus into the city to like meet yeah. up with somebody at a venue to drop off a CD like at venues and like hope that like, oh, this is hip hop enough to get yeah. on some showcase. Just, and then you get a phone call back, yeah. you know, like that's so wild, but yeah. like there's something kind of so beautiful different. about that yeah. too. So we were talking about using shitty equipment where it makes you know you really want it. Yeah. If you're taking a bus and burning CDs, me, you know, with someone waiting on a phone call and you want it. Yeah. It doesn't take much now. I send someone a SoundCloud link or I ask someone I kind of know they need a show. Someone hits me up. Like it's not a hugely important process. Also, it's not make or break. Like. I've told myself that a lot. Like, you don't have to do shows. Like, it's not, like, absolutely imperative. You that's can be completely the, online. That's the really interesting thing, especially with this rap and hip-hop shit yeah. now, is I have a hard time telling myself that because I love playing shows. Yeah. But there's a lot of things where it's, like, it almost feels like it's just not necessary. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, what the fuck is music if you're not performing it live? And it's like, yeah. I don't know. Times are just changing. That's why I like to do it because of that. Because, yeah, I feel like there is some importance to it. I feel like performance adds another layer to it or lets you contextualize it more. Let you show people what you're trying to do. It's the best way it. to yeah. connect with it, the world, especially yeah. for somebody like you that seems like you're not super invested in being on social media all the time. Like, oh, I, I know, like it, but <laughs> I have it. But I mean, like... Yeah. You know, it seems like you understand the importance of connecting with people outside of that, too. Oh, yeah. That's what I, uh, that's my, that's my real shit. And the right best there. way to do it is to be in a room with other people yeah. that are there because they want to see live music. Mm -hmm. And then you share your fucking shit with them. Yeah. And you make a connection, like, on some face-to-face -face human stuff. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's great. I feel like that does more for me. 
I mean, I don't think about it that way. Like, I don't really have ulterior motives when I go to shows and hang out with my friends. Like, it's just kind of like, you know, I meet people I like and we talk. And usually it ends up, I'll play a show with them or like, you know, they'll come. We'll get them in. So it's like, there's always like, it helps you out more, I think, to have, you know, a real connection. Like most things, connections I do have in Pittsburgh or to the DIY scene or to promoters or from friendships I made. Before I told anyone I made music and was super confident in it, it wasn't like, you know, super business related or anything I was doing on social media really brought people in. It was more just so this is my friend that makes music. We need someone to do a show. Yeah. And then, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely try to develop that more than anything. I think social media is, as far as getting numbers, getting, you know, streams, I think that's probably where you have to do that. Because, like, I can tell people my show to stream my music, but, you know you're drinking and have to listen to six other bands like you're not going to be like who's that third guy who is that rapper that went first that, that got too drunk like what was his soundcloud like <laughs> they don't always they're not always going to do that so it's, it's both though like you just have to kind of do it all which is why i i'd say i'm more invested in social media than i think i portray from time to time because i have to be especially well, I, if, yeah, you definitely have you to be just it's just it. how you're invested yeah for sure. I can definitely tell when it becomes a problem, though. I feel like I'm unhappy about my music when I drop something and don't get the response I wanted. Sure. And But that's dumb. <laughs> that's not why I'm doing it. I made that project for me. I mm -hmm. thought it was done. And I was like, okay, let's drop it. Sometimes you just got to quiet the voices completely. Just do it. Just make music. It's a, if you, yeah. can't, you can't control how other people are going to... Mm -hmm engage with your thing no you really can't it, it's you it, it's you can control yeah. how much you put stuff out you can control the quality of it but yeah. how people are going to react mm -hmm. you can't control that yeah every time i drop a tape there'll be i used to live in south carolina so there'll always be at least one person i barely knew in south carolina that'll facebook comment and be like this is really good and i'll be like wow that feels good thanks jeff <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks jeff yeah and then you know, that makes it worth it more than like, oh, this got a shit ton of likes. Good for me. That felt really good for oh, 10 yeah. seconds. It always fucking makes me really, really angry whenever I'll drop something and it'll get, you know, like, oh, new song, 100 likes on Instagram, yeah. like 20 Spotify streams. Yeah. It's like, you can it's check like, why, it. It's like, why are you liking mm -hmm. The stuff, if you're not listening to it. Yeah, I know. What you it's mean. like, I appreciate the support, but like, please engage. You can check the insight on the ads. I don't know if you're um, yeah. Instagram says that where you can check yeah. link, like pro website clicks. Uh -huh. Like yeah. I always check it and I'll be like, yeah, this doesn't add up. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. like who's listening to this? Like, it's obviously not coming from here. It's probably from the, you know, the direct links. I like to send the text. Out. I like to be that guy, you know, yo, listen to this. It helps. It does. But yeah. I feel like I usually don't wait that long though. If I make something really good, I'll send a you know media file to all my friends and be like, check this out. Like, wow. Cause I get super, super excited about things when I make them. So I don't really wait until I drop them, which maybe I should be better about that, but eh, whatever. I don't think there's any rules yeah, anymore. Share the excitement. Do whatever yeah. works for you. Whatever's going to make <laughs> yeah. you feel good. Honestly, I'm probably happier when I'm not releasing stuff, when it's just a wave file text message sent to one of my friends who says, <laughs> this is really good. This is really good, like, dot wave. Yeah. <laughs> when they say A with like 12 Ys, I know I made something really good. And then, you know, that's that's sick. So maybe that's that might just be the new way to release stuff, just to your friends. If you just have a million friends, then yeah. 
that's all it takes. At the end of the day, it's like, you know, what, what, what is going to make you feel best about being yourself Mm -hmm. and, you know, and how you decide to connect with other people, whether it is like, you know, through, you know, the ambiguous tactics of using Instagram and hashtags and trying to convince people to come onto your shit or just keeping it super personal and close. Like if you're happy with what you're doing, I think that's all that matters. Exactly. Honestly. That's all I do. I just, you know, if it makes me feel good, I do it. And then it seems to lead me the right direction at least most of the time. So, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Because if you're feeling good about what you're doing, you're going to have a good energy around you and good people People are attracted to good energies and it's, yeah, it makes the world go around Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. I can tell when my energy's off. Like that's when the music, one, I can't make anything because I'm forcing it more because I'm thinking Mm -hmm. too much about other things or like ulterior motives I might have in the music. Like, you know. If I'm upset about something, I'll think about specific people I want to hear this song or things like that. And then at least towards music. And um, yeah, I think you need to keep good vibes around. Yeah. So I think um, I just want to make people happy. So like if I'm capable of doing that, I think I need to be happy too. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's very, very important, man. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty good about that. Yeah. So you got any projects on the horizon that are dropping anytime soon? Or is it just going to be very random? Um. Well, let's see. Well, I was, I'm still working on a rap album type thing, but I don't know when that's coming out. I'm trying to finish that hopefully by early 2020, but well, I don't know about that. We'll say, you know, let's not worry about the future then. Let's yeah. talk about what you already have available that people okay. can listen to. Where can people find stuff? Um, SoundCloud. My SoundCloud is huge Palmer. Bandcamp, also huge Palmer. I'm not on Spotify. I sample too much. I'm not trying to get sued. So yeah, just check me out on there. Instagram, Young Steve Jobs has all my art and stuff on there and just um, pictures of me with funny captions if you're into that, which <laughs> I am. So, you know, I'm probably most proud of those. So, yeah, check me out on there. I have three beat tapes out on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. You can buy them on Bandcamp if you really want to. Got some rap singles and stuff like that on SoundCloud. There should be some more. By the time this comes out, I should have some stuff out, I think, for my birthday. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday again, my friend. Thank you. And with that being said, we're going to wrap this up. Sound good? All right. Sounds good. Cool. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. One more time, Nate, huge Palmer. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks for having me. Good meeting you. Good chatting. Be sure to check out his stuff on SoundCloud at Bandcamp. I'll be back again in a couple days with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2020. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening. And we are done. Cool. Yeah, it's fun. Thank you. Oh, thank you.